Hi friends, this is Jillian and Kaylin, and you're listening to In Case You Missed It on Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on navigating the ups and downs of adulthood, from managing stress and finances to crushing your career and love life. Tune in every Monday as we share game-changing tips from our guests that you might have missed. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hi friends, we are so excited because today is our 100th episode. Like that is so crazy and we cannot thank you enough for supporting our show and tuning in each week. It means the world to us. Seriously, thank you for all of the love that you've shown. We've been feeling the love and since it is love month, we are running a 100th episode giveaway where you can win a love month prize pack full of our favorite items for self-love, romance and connection. And we've included everything from skincare, our favorite lube, to Jay Shetty's new book about love and the best game to connect with your loved ones. So all you have to do to enter is leave us a rating and write a review on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it, and DM it to us on Instagram. And for a bonus entry, you can share one of your favorite episodes of the podcast on your Instagram stories and tag us. The winner will be announced on Valentine's Day, Monday, February 13th. Mark your calendars. So thanks for tuning in and good luck. Enjoy today's In Case You Missed It. I'd love if you could walk us through how to actually set a boundary with someone in a kind and clear way. There are some really common misconceptions around what a boundary is. I think people think that a boundary is about controlling other people or telling other people what to do, that it's about putting up walls and holding people at a distance and, you know, keeping up, keeping people in our lives out. And none of that is true. A boundary is really designed specifically to keep you safe and healthy and to improve your relationships. Boundaries tell other people the actions that you will take to keep yourself safe and healthy. So they're not telling other people what to do. They're saying, this is what I'm going to do because I'm taking responsibility for my feelings and my needs. And when you think about how we show up in relationships without boundaries, When we let other people run us over, when we say yes, even when we mean no, when we are always swallowing our feelings to keep the peace and going along just to get along and letting people take advantage of us, we show up in these relationships resentfully, begrudgingly, Mm -hmm. with anxiety. We're cold. We're short. We're snippy. We avoid these people. And those are all of your first signs that a boundary is needed. It's the sense of dread or anxiety around a conversation topic or a time of day, or a certain situation, or a person. It is not liking who you are when you're with that person, or feeling like you have to show up in some way that is approved by them in order to feel accepted, or to feel loved. All of those are signs that your relationship and your sense of health and safety could benefit from a boundary. My boundary philosophy is minimum effort maximum effect. I want you to go in with the gentlest, kindest, still clear, but the gentlest boundary language possible to accomplish your goal. So we start off green, right? That at green, the level of threat to your relationship is minimal. You are assuming that the person just didn't understand or realize that you had a limit here that they were overstepping. And once you point it out, they will be happy to meet you in this limit because they care about you and they want to have a good relationship. And so the initial boundary comes in the form of a request. Think about it as an invitation for you to say, I have this limit and I'm going to extend to you this limit and I'm going to ask you to meet me halfway. If you get pushback, which happens sometimes, then I want you to have stronger language. Yellow boundary language is essentially, okay, you're now pushing back on my limit and I now have to hold it a little more firmly 
the threat to our relationship is now a bit more severe because you've demonstrated, at least initially, an unwillingness to respect my limit. So I'm going to have stronger language, which would be, if you can't change the subject, I'm going to excuse myself and go for a walk. If they continue to push back, the red boundary is the actual action that you are going to take to keep yourself safe and healthy. It is the boundary itself. It is you don't answer the door because it's the fifth time that Carol has shown up on your porch without calling, even though you've clearly expressed that you need this from her. It is you leaving the table because your family refuses to stop talking about politics and it's not a conversation you want to be a part of. It is catching an Uber home from the party because though you've told your friends you don't want to be around when they're doing drugs, they're continuing to do drugs and now you're going to remove yourself. That is your red. The reason that we are proactive about setting boundaries early, that we don't just like eat it and eat it and eat it is so that we don't explode in a red. We want to set those green boundaries out of kindness to preserve the relationship. We have to delete the voices in our head that tell us when we say this, that we're mean. We have to, you know, get over this idea of like feeling guilty just for having needs. There's a lot of unlearning to do. So Mm -hmm. in the beginning, yeah, it's going to feel like effort because you're trying to teach your, you know, brain and your body like a new way of existing in the world, a way where you have needs and your needs are worthy and they are valid and you're taking responsibility for your needs and feelings and you're going to show up in the world in a way that expresses that clearly and kindly. That's all new, but it gets so much easier, so much easier with time to the point where boundaries are now just like very automatic and very comfortable for me. My my needs are just as worthy as this other person's. Yeah. It's like what Glennon says about like, why is why does being a good girl mean to be selfless without self, without any yeah. needs or sense or priority yeah. of yourself? It is putting yourself yeah. back on the damn list. Yeah. Thanks for starting your week with us. If you enjoyed today's In Case You Missed It, check out our show notes for the full episode. We would love it if you subscribed, left us a comment or a rating, and followed us on Instagram. See you next time.